Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Today, there is an auction for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, tools, toolboxes, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, Sasquatch and Wildcard Casinos, they always have great promotions. This time, the weekend of March 8th, they are giving away either a Mustang RTR or nearly $28,000 in cash. Get on up there to see how you can win Sasquatch and Wildcard, a family-owned casino that treats you like family. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. I don't understand how an hour in I just noticed that I am looking at your notes basically on a post-it. Yeah. What is on there? And clearly you write small enough where you can jam a lot in there. (laughs) Well, I've got Toby Keith. Who passed away of stomach cancer. Yep. Uh, I've got Christian Parker, right, which will be coming up. Yeah. Later. Yeah. So Sean loses a coach. Yeah. And doesn't move to block him from going to Philadelphia. Um, a couple of other ones: J.J. McCarthy, CU women at number four. Uh, Super Bowls, fifty-seven of them. Chiefs, Packers. Okay. I've seen them all. Okay. With that, et, et cetera. Blah, with blah, that, blah, blah, I blah. know that you have a steel trap for a memory. You read the show notes diligently every day. I actually do. I know you don't have them in front of you. Why don't you start off the segment? Well, the how about JJ McCarthy? Does that float your boat? Keep going. Does that float your boat as a pick? Because that what is it? Zach Zerline? Lance Zerline. Lance Zerline. I'll continue this. I know you don't have show notes. I'm totally playing with you. Well, I could do it. L- would you like to? No, I'm fine. I'll, I'll take care of it. So he believes that the Broncos will take J.J. McCarthy because NFL evaluators that he has talked to Mm -hmm. say McCarthy's processing is elite. Drew Brees had a great processor. There's your connection. But Drew doesn't have the same athleticism as J.J. McCarthy, so it makes sense to Zerline that the Broncos take McCarthy. Now, Matt Miller from ESPN Mm -hmm. thinks it's Bo Nix, and the reason he thinks he's going to take, talking about Sean Payton's going to take Bo Nix is because he's very good in the short passing game. At the end of the day, I understand the analysis that the Broncos desperately need a quarterback, but I think that if the Broncos trade back, those quarterbacks will be there if they don't trade back as far as, say, 25-26. They also need a tight end, a cornerback. They're not going to take a tight end edge. in the first round. They also need a defensive tackle. They also need depth in the offensive line. They, all, they need a lot of things. And they don't have a second-round pick. That's As of right now, they don't have a second-round pick. So they're looking, what, it's six picks, five picks. How many picks do they have? Six without a second-round pick at this particular point. And it is it is the – it feeds the masses. Quarterback quandaries always feed the masses. Not just here in Denver where we've had eight years of wondering what in the hell are we doing at quarterback. Okay, I get it. But any other place, too, because what's the most important position in all of sports? Quarterback. 
So, yes, everybody gets frothy when you start talking about quarterbacks and start imagining the possibilities. I've stated from the beginning, and I know you feel this way too, it's all about what Sean Payton thinks about. Where is Sean Payton comfortable giving the keys to the kingdom to a player for his offense? I don't think that player as a rookie exists, by the way. I just don't. I, I don't I'm not sure Caleb Williams, who is more than likely going to be the first player taken in this draft, would be a plug-and-play player for Sean Payton. Do you believe, I'll take this a step back, general managers usually get two coaching hires, mm -hmm. and if they get them wrong, yeah. they're done. Right. General managers usually get two quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. If they don't get those right, they're done. Do you believe that Sean Payton gets two quarterbacks? Or is he hanging his hat on one of these guys if he takes one of them in the first or second round? Does he get that time? Yes. So, if if J.J. McCarthy or Bo Nix is the quarterback, mm -hmm. and after three years, because you need to let a guy develop. Yes. I mean, they knew pretty much right away Paxton Lynch was not going to be the guy. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what possibly could have told them that. God, do your due diligence, but wait, please. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. The Cowboys wanted him. Yeah. The Chiefs wanted him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, but wait, that. There was a report. There was a report. And yes. it was from, I can't remember who it was, but if I remember correctly, it was a pretty credible person who said, oh, it wasn't, was it James? It wasn't James Palmer, was it? No, it was, and it was on a, it was, it was, it was involved. There, there was a trade involved. I remember the story. Anybody, it took two weeks to know what you needed to know about Paxton Lynch. He's a, he's a tall man with a big arm. Thank you. That's about it. I so, mean, so you believe with after this season, they were eight and nine, mm -hmm. which is an improvement. But if you really drill down, it was a great five-game winning streak. They had a great five weeks. Mm -hmm. Other than that, it was not good. Yeah, the back end was better than the beginning, but neither one of them were great. The, the beginning really sucked. One and five sucked. Yeah. And, and okay, well, what, okay. What was worse? Losing to the Raiders, losing to the Commanders to start 0 and 2, mm -hmm. or with a potential playoff berth on the line, losing at home to the Patriots? Yeah, I think losing at home to the Patriots was the low point. Well, that's the end of the season. Well, okay. Yeah. But I mean, but it's cumulative by that point. I mean, you know, it, it was made worse by the way that they started the season, too. You got to take everything into account. I'm not going to but they I'm but not they, gonna parse that. I mean, well, my point is they dug themselves a huge hole. Mm -hmm. They finally got out of it. Yep. And then. Then they couldn't finish. All they. I, uh, losing to the Lions was understandable. Mm -hmm. Losing to the Texans the way they did that, was hard to stomach. That was a hard one. Okay. But. That the, would be. That would be loss number two. Patriots was the worst one. But but they had winnable games at the end of the season. Yes, they did. And it all started with the Patriots, the final three. And that was unconscionable losing that game. They had a great five-game winning streak. Mm -hmm. That was the season. Yeah. So my point is, first season, 
good in some ways yeah. for Sean Payton. Uh, yeah. Remember, next season... I wouldn't even use good. Just th- some progress was made. That's th- all. This is what I mean by how many quarterbacks does Sean Payton get. We don't expect next season to be better than this season. Has he already had one? What do you mean? Does he? Ha- do we count Russ as his quarterback? We count... Sean Payton's first season as his first season. Okay. Period. So, so you, but you're, but okay, but your context is do you get two quarterbacks? Has he had one no, no, quarterback? No. I, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm talking about a guy that he picks. Yes, right. A okay. guy that he, guy that he brings so in. So we're starting the process now with Sean Payton. Well, you can make the for case. For a quarterback. You can make the case. Jared Stidham's his quarterback, but I'm not going to go down that road. Yeah. Because I'm talking about in the draft. Right. You get two quarterbacks or you get a big free agent signing. You right. get either way. We don't expect next season to be better. That's going to be year two, year two mm-hmm. for Sean Payton. Let's say for the sake of argument, they finish seven and 10. I in, th- in year two? Yeah. Is that realistic? Knowing cap situation? Next year? Yeah. Yeah. Is that realistic? Uh, it, it's not out of the realm. Okay. That's for sure. No. So they take a step back this year. The rookie quarterback probably is not going to play, specifically if it's J.J. McCarthy. So you have three years to develop a Bo Nix or a J.J. McCarthy. If they don't pan out, and if they don't pan out, that probably means the season's not going very well. Mm -hmm. Now we are into going into year five, which, by the way, is the last year of his deal, Mm -hmm. with Sean Payton. If the quarterback doesn't work out, chances are you're not making the playoffs. Is that fair to say? So four years into Sean Payton's career, they don't make the playoffs, meaning that quarterback doesn't pan out. Are you letting him select another quarterback and giving him another two to three years? No. So then he gets, no, because so, I think that I so think then if he, you're not in the playoffs by four years, you're not getting to the fifth. If the quarterback doesn't work out, you're not getting into the playoffs. Right. So that's into year four. So my original question was, how many quarterbacks does Sean Payton have? And that's my point exactly. He's going to get one. He is hanging his hat on this draft. Now, if he takes Michael Pratt, you might say, okay, we'll give him a pass because then they'll probably take a quarterback next year. Yeah, they could do it in different ways. They could configure this thing differently. But if he takes Knicks or if he takes McCarthy, or if he takes panics in one of the first two rounds, that counts. Oh, yeah. No okay. question. Right. Now, if he takes Pratt in the fourth round or the fifth round. Doesn't count as much. Doesn't count as much. But then he buys more time. So if he, my point is, if he takes one of those three quarterbacks, the clock starts on him. Yes, I would agree with that. So then he gets two to three years. If you're Greg Penner, and I don't believe they're going to make the playoffs next year. No, I don't either. And then you want to develop this guy, and that's going to let's be conservative and say that's going to take two years to develop. Mm-hmm. This guy doesn't start next year; he starts the following season. But by the way, it's pretty. Every quarterback's not going to be C.J. Stroud, so you expect in year three of Peyton's tenure that this is going to be this starting quarterback's, this young quarterback's first year. Then you expect growing pains, right? Now we're through year three. Now we're, and if this guy doesn't show promise, my point is he's going to get one quarterback 
because next year is going to probably not be as good. Peyton's going to be two years already into his career. So do you believe he gets one quarterback or two if he takes Knicks, J.J. McCarthy, or Penix? The problem is that you're just, you're getting out from underneath $85 million the next two years. That's, so, that's Sean's choice. Yes, it is. He could keep Wilson if he wants mm-hmm. to. Sure could. In which case, that would be one of his quarterbacks. Who's I mean, that? Russ would be, at that point, would be one of, one now, of his quarterbacks. And the funny thing is, is that I don't think it is one of his quarterbacks because he, he inherited Russell mm-hmm. Wilson. But he also decided, I don't want to work with this guy either. Well, he's going to get two anyway because a rookie's not starting for him. Right. So he will bring in someone else. Now, it wouldn't be the top of the line, creme de la creme type of free agent, but he will find someone that he deems doable for his offense. If he picks one of these three quarterbacks and they don't work out, I think the writing is on the wall for Sean Payton. That could very well be. He he will not finish out his contract because they didn't make the playoffs this year. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. I think the odds are against him now anyway, because I do believe if you're not in the playoffs by year four, you're not getting to year five. I I just, I mean, and really, unless you're close. Well, and what are, but well, they were, they were quote unquote close this year, but I don't think that, I mean, they're not going to be a better football team next year. Right. I don't think. I mean, right. I mean, yes, there's there's going to be familiarity with the systems. I get that. There are going to be some things that are going to make it easier for them to hit the ground running. But there are roster questions. There are quarterback questions. And I, I don't see them being a playoff team next year. So now you're through year two. You're still dealing with, and I don't know how they're going to deal with the Russell Wilson fallout, but you're probably still dealing with some of that in year three. I'll I'll give you something else. I mean, we talk about the body of the season. I understand it says eight wins, but I think it's important to look at how you get there. Yeah. They lost to, in their final three games, all backup quarterbacks. Now, granted, Mm -hmm. they decided to play. Now, granted, they decided to play Stidham, but that was the Broncos' choice. Yeah. For the Raiders... Was that their choice? Yeah. No, and Sean's, I thought he was pretty I suppose up- it was. Aiden O'Connell, was that their choice? Yeah. Did they want to play him? Well, not so much that they're looking for a quarterback. Did did did, so. the, did the Chargers really want to play Easton Stick? No, because Justin Herbert got injured. Yeah. For the Patriots, uh, they didn't play Mac Jones. No. But that was the Patriots' choice not to play him. No question. I think that, uh, and I think that with all credit to where it's due, I mean, Sean was the first guy to say that. We were eight and nine. This is what we judge ourselves by. It wasn't successful. What did he say at the beginning of the season about if we don't make the playoffs, he'll what? Mm -hmm. He'll be really pissed? Yeah. I think he's going to be really pissed if they don't make the playoffs next year, next season? I don't know. We'll have to wait for July and see who he talks to and what kind of comment he makes. Or how many lattes he has. Coming up after the break, will the Nuggets make a trade at the deadline, which is coming up on Thursday? Michael Malone gave us some insight yesterday, and that's next.
me If I ask you twice and beg you pretty please She'd have said yes in a New York minute They never tied a knot His heart wasn't in it He just stole a kiss as he rode away He never hung his hat up At Kitty's place I should have been a cowboy I should have learned to roll and ride Wearing my six shoes Riding my pony on a cat and drive Stealing a young girl's hearts Just like Gene and Roy Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle Presented by Silter Har Mazda A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda Find them at sthmazda.com Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk Here's Eric and Bruce Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, toolboxes, tools, all kinds of good stuff, including storage containers as well. Auction is open at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health in Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health. NBA trade deadline is on Thursday. Michael Malone, and I will paraphrase, said, we're pretty happy with our roster right now. We have a great starting five. We have young players that we are trying to develop, and we probably won't be active. Calvin Booth is certainly going to be listening to any phone call that comes his way, but he's not going to be actively making phone calls. And with that, I really don't blame that type of philosophy because they are set up currently and they are hoping they're set up for the future with Christian Brown and also Peyton Watson. And they don't have a lot of cap space. Well, that's well, they, the, I mean, they have cap space, <clears throat> but they're so far into the luxury that's tax, the key into that second apron that it's more than just, you know, paying triple what you ordinarily would pay. You're losing draft picks to boot. I think that you're 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 good on who you are. This is my team, but with the knowledge that even if we really wanted to make a substantive change, we don't have the means to do it with. So there's some reality that goes into that way of thinking. <clears throat> but the Nuggets do have what they need. And, and yes, they're still working on how that depth is going to look. I don't know if they have what they need. No, I do. I would say that as long as they don't get an injury. I, it's not that I think they have what they need because they could use a Bruce Brown, but they have what they have and there's not much more that they can do. Right. You know, you, you're going to hear fans say, or some fans say on deadline day, which is Thursday, and they're going to see other trades. Why didn't you get this guy? Why don't you get this guy? There's a couple things going on here. A, they don't understand what that second apron is. And we didn't do a great job of explaining it. Because it's, it's damned hard to explain. But with that, that's number one. Right. Number two, Jamal Murray is going to blow apart your cap situation because he's due another contract. Mm -hmm. So if you understand those two facets, there's not much you can do. Plus, Calvin Booth has come out and said, we are looking to win multiple championships in the next five years as opposed to gunning for just this year. You may not agree with the philosophy, but I do think it is a smart philosophy. You know, by the way, 
there is a difference between Calvin Booth saying, we're hoping to win two or three championships in the next five years, as opposed to Dick Montfort saying, we're hoping to make the playoffs in the next two to five years <laughs> or make it twice in five years. Big difference. <clears throat> the um, If you believe, as I do, that the Nuggets have the best starting five in the NBA, yes, Boston, yes, Philadelphia, <clears throat> I'll take the I'll take those five and take my chances against any other starting five. It boils down to keeping them healthy and then getting some form of consistency and understanding of what you can expect from your bench, which is going to be shorter anyway. Um, you're not going to play with more than three guys off the bench as long as you're healthy when you get into the playoffs. So I feel pretty good about where the Nuggets are. They're, they're not in as good a position this year as they were last year because I will go agree that Bruce Brown was a a was depth was kind of a depth unicorn. He gave you a lot of different things. And the Nuggets were out in fresh air, out in clean air right now. They didn't have all of this clutter around them. They didn't have Oklahoma City and Minnesota and the Clippers to deal with. It was probably just them in Memphis at this point last year. Okay, Alex, I'm not trying to make you look bad when I say this, okay? But I want you to be everyday Nuggets fan. Everyday Nuggets fan. Would you like to see the Nuggets make a trade to make a serious run at another title? I don't think it's necessary right now. But do you think a lot of Nuggets fans will say, yes, if we can add another piece like a Bruce Brown? Yeah. Would you like to see that happen? If they can add someone that'll help, yeah. I'd like to see that. Okay. With that, um, no superstars are going to be dealt. Although I take that back. Maybe a superstar from a bad team might be dealt on an expiring contract, and that guy's not going to be coming back. We can agree on that, right? Yep. Okay. So you inherit the rest of this year's contract, but then you got to give someone up. Do you want to go all in on a more than a pretty good player on an expiring contract that you are not going to bring back? I think. Uh, oh, and, but here's the caveat: Peyton Watson is going to be part of that deal. I wouldn't do it. Oh, the window's bigger than this just this year, and that's the point. Yeah, because Plus you can win with Peyton Watson. Well, I, I think you can win with Peyton Watson. But, but I'm talking about casual, uneducated yeah, I hear Nuggets yeah, fan yeah, yeah. because everybody wants to make a trade to get better, and I get it. Yeah, it's a until, splash thing at the deadline. Un I, I hear you. Until you look at the nuts and bolts and say, okay, what are you giving up? Right. Or what are you getting? But more importantly, what are you giving up? Well, I don't want to give up that guy. Then you're not going to make a trade. No. And there's also the a component that the Nuggets have that I'm not sure a lot of other teams have, they've got stone-cold chemistry. I'll tell you That's one, a really nice thing to have. I'll tell you one guy that I don't think the majority, I don't want to say majority, I would say it's 50-50. If you ask Nuggets fan, you can get a really good player, but Peyton Watson isn't part of the deal, but MPJ is, you're taking that deal, so it's a one-on-one. -on -one, well, there'll be other pieces involved. Yeah. But Peyton Watson's not involved. Christian Brown's not involved. I, I think he's the only one that would fit that bill. Right. And that's what I mean by 50-50. Nuggets Nation would say, 
we've seen enough of MPJ mm-hmm. in his fifth year, even though he hasn't played five full years. You look at his contract, you look at his production, you look at his growth. I think a lot of Nuggets fans would say, you know what? If we can get a really good player to make a run and that guy can make us better, meaning MPJ is not in the lineup and this guy is, I think Nuggets I think Nuggets fans would be more apt to trade MPJ than they would Peyton Watson. Would you? Uh, uh, yeah, push game to shove probably. Well, there you go. That's, well, what, well, yeah, that's ex- my point ex- exactly. Except I wouldn't do either. I mean, I wouldn't do either. I mean, you're asking me, which one I would, which what if if I had to do one or the other, yes, but I wouldn't do either. That that's my deal. I I just think that you have you have guys who understand their roles. You have great chemistry. You have guys that have pulled together to win one championship that should be able to understand what they need to do to win a second. It's hey, there's a lot of things that go into it. You got to stay healthy. You got to have a little luck. But I do think. Show me a, a starting five that you like definitively better than the Nuggets. And if you're starting with that premise, if that's your starting point, which I think it would be a natural starting point for most, then you got to feel pretty good about it. Now, to your point, and you've made a uh, – you're right. The, the conference is better this year. There's no guarantee the Nuggets are going to be the number one team in the West. There's no guarantee that they're going to have – Home court advantage. Well, let me let me just throw this out at you. Mm-hmm. It's probably not the best example, and I'm going to take salaries out of it. Okay, I'm going to take salaries out of it. Would you trade straight up right now? And I understand what he was like with the Lakers. He's a different guy with the Wizards. They play the same position. Would you trade straight up right now? Basically, the same age. Kyle Kuzma is 28. Kyle Kuzma is averaging 22 points a game on a crap team that he gets a lot of shots and is expected to be the guy. Okay. Right. But he I could, do like his game. Though. Okay. Yes. Would you trade straight up? No. Okay. I wouldn't. And, and but I'm and, saying I can find no, a lot of players like that. You're right. Would I make the trade on talent? Probably. But I wouldn't make the trade on disruptiveness. Does that make any sense? Yep. I wouldn't. I don't want to upset the apple cart right now. Right. I. I. And I think that that's where. Look, Michael Malone knows damn good and well. Let me give you another player. Okay. okay. How about Miles Bridges with the Charlotte Hornets? I. I mean, I can find a lot of small forwards on crappy teams. Yeah. Who get? Who get? No, he's the third leading scorer on that yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like they depend on him heavily. No. I'm just picking any random team. You can find guys yep. of a similar or even more intriguing ilk than Michael Porter Jr. I will give you that. But you can't find guys that have the ring that Michael Porter Jr. has. Oh, for, for, come for, on. For being a part of a team that's trying to win it again. I, I, I do think that there's there's currency in that. I do. Okay, here. Here's a good one for you. How about Jeremy Grant? Would you bring him back? No. That guy's a black hole. Yeah, I don't like him either. Well, was, then why was, did you bring him up? Because I'm just going through rosters <laughs> of bad teams. I mean, they had him. Right. They, they let him agree. move on for a reason. Right. So you've made your point. There are talent-to-talent trade possibilities out there that you could do. But does it make you a better team? 
I would make the argument, no. Michael Porter Jr., for whatever shortcomings you may see in Michael Porter Jr., he knows what he's supposed to do. Does he? On this. I think he does. Does he? I think he does most of the time. He's getting yeah. he's getting better, but I'll be honest, it's baby steps. Yes, he's rebounding more, but I'm going to point out something that you but said. But he's a lazy rebounder still. He's a one-handed, well, you ball's got to come to him. But, well, but, you shouldn't be his agent, I'll tell you that. No, oh, Well, I'm not trying to be his agent. I think that he's stealing money anyway. Whoa! Well, if you think he's stealing money, here's something else you may not like. Something he said about female basketball players. That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, tools, toolboxes, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is brought to you by Nola Jane Restaurant and Bar. Let Nola Jane spice up your next trip to Lodo with the best Cajun cuisine in Denver. Okay, uh, Michael Porter Jr. getting crushed on social media by WNBA players for comments he made about women's basketball as a guest that he was on a podcast last week. And they're very talented, but so is so is a famous ping pong player. They're just as talented as, as a, like the best ping pong player is just as talented as the best basketball player. That doesn't mean they're gonna get paid the same because it's- Because right. they play what, ping pong. It's what the people wanna watch, you know what I mean? So right. as much as I understand females wanting the same treatment as as men, basketball players, it's, it's, it's a different sport people they're not packing out the arenas obviously their tv deals aren't the same so as much as i advocate for women and kind of the equality of the respect of their craft and all those things i mean you can't pay them the same thing you know but i do feel like they should there there should be a little way to make a little bit more money for right. them because they are okay with that I noticed how he caught himself when he was talking about he, ping pong players. Yeah. He 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 was walking down the road and he realized He knew I, it was thin ice. He said basketball players, not women. He didn't say ping pong players are just as talented as women's basketball players. He said basketball players. He realized he was walking down the wrong road. Sure. Yeah, I mean when you en- He said it, he he butchered it. Yeah. E- yeah. When you engage in those types of conversations, you need to be very careful about how you illiterate it. And and Michael is has some challenges in that area. He did the same thing with some of his views on COVID. Um, things that I don't think that he and I you know what, I'm not gonna say that he didn't necessarily mean in the way they came out. I don't know. Maybe he meant them the way they came out perfectly. I, I but, think I think it's ping pong because people see it as a game you play in your basement 
not high, you know, highly competitive sure. ping pong that you see in China, as yeah. an example. Right. South Korea. Right. Where they pack them in. Right. Are you, you're probably a good ping pong player. I was a good ping pong player. I'm not a good ping pong player. N- never particularly was a good ping pong player. I can't, I'm not going to be going on tour. No. Anytime soon. Here's the thing about Michael Porter Jr. where I will defend him. He has a history of being around women who play basketball. Oh, my God. His mother was Miss Iowa basketball. And we're talking about Iowa, which may be kind of the, the that's where women's basketball is on a high school level. Yeah. Even it's, it's incredible. Two sisters that played right. college basketball, another sister that plays high school basketball. He wears a shoe of a WNBA player. He's not misogynistic. Nope. He just stepped all over himself trying to get his point across. Right. And he's paying the price for it in the court of public opinion. And by the way, Social media. He, he didn't bring up this phrase, which is really what this was all about. It's about revenue sharing. It's not that he believes that women should not be paid as much as men. I don't mean to be correcting him or sound like I'm defending him. This is about revenue sharing. Billie Jean King started the movement where women should be paid equally with the the tour that she started, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. And and I do believe women should easily be paid as much as men, and in a lot of cases, probably more. But my point is, is that if WNBA players are upset about the revenue share, either A, the arenas need to be packed more. Number two, the television ratings need to be higher, which means better television deals, or negotiate a better CBA, which unfortunately you are really negotiating with the NBA. Well, you're not negotiating with the WNBA. You're negotiating with Adam Silver and the NBA that honestly foot the bill so you can have a league. Yeah, they, they do. They subsidize the WNBA. It's all about market. What is the market for the product and what are people willing to pay for it? it it's pretty simple. Now, there are other examples, very notable um, soccer in this country, not necessarily MLS and the women's league, what is it, the NWSL. I mean, but in terms of the national teams, they are being paid the same amounts of money. Tennis, prize money is very comparable. Track and field, there's, they're very comparable. The, the, so there are sports where there are, there's much more equality. But in terms of basketball in particular, you bring up a very good point. What's the market for the product, and how much are people willing to pay? Supply and, and demand. demand. It basically gets it all back to that. I would love to see women get the same salary. Sure. By the way, he also made a comment about lowering the rim to make the game more exciting. Yeah. But uh, but here was the best comment from a WNBA player, and I can't remember who it was. She said, I find it kind of ironic that a guy who only shoots three-pointers is giving us advice about lowering the rim for a guy who never dunks it. That is a pretty good observation from a WNBA player. Right. That is really a pretty good one because really the only time MPJ dunks is on a is on a outnumbered break, right? Where it's two on one or three on no, two. No, he would still pull up for the three. Now, I've seen him dunk a few times, but that's funny though. That And good for her. That's he, a he, good observation. He dunks as much as Jokic. And Jokic almost never dunks the ball. Yeah. Did you see his breakaway the other night against Portland, though? He made the steal on Aiton, 
kind of you know picked him in the back, and then yep. went then went the length of the floor yep. for the dunk. It was good stuff. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? The 49ers aren't too pleased with their practice field situation this week. And how much was the diamond ring that Travis Hunter proposed to his longtime girlfriend worth? That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. I just want to be with you. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Country World Morning Lost, Tony yeah. Keith. Yeah, And not, uh, kind of surprised me a little bit. I, I mean, I, I, I knew he had had some health concerns but uh been dealing with stomach cancer yeah obviously um so yeah it's a guy that uh, made a difference yep. in, in his industry and in the music industry at large so sorry to lose him welcome back morning drive goodman hurdle watch us mile you can reach us on the uh, roller auctions twitter feed at bruce hurdle at eric goodman today there is a uh, auction for um for all kinds of good stuff Laser, laser, cutter laser cutter machines and a downdraft table. Yes. I Don't know. forget my downdraft table. Well, it's going to be yours if you bid on it. Oh. They also have tools, toolboxes, a whole lot more. <laughs> um, auctions open right now at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running or order online at argonautliquor.com. Okay, just in case you missed it, the 49ers are apparently miffed at their practice field as they are practicing this week at UNLV. Uh, the field conditions that were uh, the field conditions there were met with widespread disapproval from various members of the Niners organization. The Chiefs are the home team for the Super Bowl, so they get to practice at the Raiders facility. Uh, how big of a factor do you think this plays into the Niners' preparation for the game? Why is this even an issue? Why isn't the NFL? have this taken care of well before I'll tell you this. show up the first time. I'll tell you this. The 49ers are going to have a chip on their shoulder now They're, because everybody believes the NFL wants the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes to win another Super Bowl. And if the 49ers win, I'd bet my house against a cup of coffee. This is brought up at the postgame press conference. Everybody was against us. We got a crappy field. <laughs> okay, Nobody wanted us to win. And here we are. Well, any type of motivation you can get, I suppose you will take. I suppose you're probably right. I pin this on the NFL. Just make sure that you've got everything. But I mean, that's all that is is resodding a field to get it the right way. For God's sake, it's not that hard. And yes, it's four hundred grand or whatever it is to do. Just do it. Come on. 
All right, just in case you missed it, uh, Colorado star Travis Hunter got engaged to his high school sweetheart, Leanna Lanay. Hunter reportedly proposed with a $100,000 diamond ring. Congrats to Travis Hunter on the engagement. Is that diamond ring worth 100 k Just grocery store money in the NIL era, as Bruce alluded to on television last night. Well, thank you for watching. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I was probably a little bit too cavalier with that, but I think I made my point. And I would never be one to get in the way of love. So the best to both. I think it's great. Good for him. Absolutely. However. <laughs> oh, no. Come on, E. Come on, E. However, oh. I would advise any college athlete who is going to be a pro athlete, wait a little while. It would not be the same advice that I would have. I, I, I would be happy. I, and I am happy for them. It would I'm be not the same them. advice that I would have for my children. Getting engaged at, what, 19, 20 years old as you're getting ready to embark on an NFL career with every trapping available to you. Think it through. And I don't need to go any further than that, do I? No, you didn't even need to go that far. Probably but right. But you're all good. Yes, that was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, they always have great specials. Right now, domestic wines are 15% off. Don't forget, Super Bowl is coming up. You can have a Super Bowl party. Chances are you're going to be inviting people who like to drink a lot, probably over $200 worth of booze, whether it is uh, beer, wine, and spirits. Argonaut delivers to the entire Denver metro area. Any delivery over $200 is free. So let Argonaut Wine and Liquor take care of that for you. You don't have to go out. Yeah, you can go to Colfax where they're located, but you don't have to. They will deliver to you. That is going to do it for us, guys. Fantastic job as always today. I'll try and do better tomorrow. We're getting out of the show early. Make it the best possible day you can. One second.